Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I am Bic Pantameter. And today it is episode 26 of season one of Challenge of the Gobots. It is Cold Spell. This episode was written by Alan Burnett. That's it. That's all. And the last time on Challenge of the Gobots, the humans built a robot called Nightbird that was only to be used for the benefit of humanity, which meant it was destined to go mad the moment it was powered up. Uh, John, you, you said Nightbird. You meant Sentinel. I know what I said. And in this episode, uh, we're in the Antarctic. We're in Antarctica and the penguins just hanging out, having a good time. And just a bit to the right, there's this dome with the grass and palm trees inside. Yeah, my first thought was, hey, they ripped off the Watchmen. This is Ozymandias' uh, uh, lair. But then I realized this show came out in 84, 85, and that comic book or graphic novel came out in like 86, 87. So Alan Moore ripped off the GoBots. <laughs> there's a thing like this in the video game Secret of Mana 2 and the, the ice level that you get to. The Secret of Mana 2 ripped off the GoBots! <laughs> and there's these two guys sitting in here and lawn chairs and like the one guy tells the other that this tropical paradise is all due to his climatizer and uh, I guess this guy that looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo is his nephew. Oh, does he ever? Yeah, his name is Sidney. Oh, we find out. But yeah, he really does look like uh, Scooby-Doo. Um, yeah, he's basically, this is classic mad scientist. I'm going to show them I was right all along. And this climatizer will control the weather from anywhere in the world. And they go into, I like that Sidney was the only person who believed in him, but somehow he has this giant laboratory complex. Who built that? Yeah. Anyway, uh, they go inside and they, they power up the climatizer. And then we uh, we go right away to a boat where we got Nick, Matt, Scooter, and a brand new go It's right. Yeah. It's brand new go It's brand new Gotti. And this one's a submarine named, wait for it, Dive Dive. Isn't that clever? Dive Dive. Submarine. What's next? Car named Drive Drive? A machete named Knife Knife? Hey, how about a Pentagon named Five Five? <laughs> or a chef named Chive Chive? What about Waspinator and its Beehive? Hey! <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, his name is Dive Dive, and yeah, he's a submarine. It's a stupid name. Yeah, and uh, Matt tells Dive Dive that the crashed satellite that I guess they're looking for should be in the water around here, but it might take some time to find, and Nick is going to go with, and uh, Dive Dive, like, he even points out, well, I'm just glad to be here, guys, because I'm as useless as, well, uh, a screen door and a submarine on Gobatron. Yeah, <laughs> like when he's like, there's not much use for submarines in Gobatron. I'm like, then why do you exist? Yeah, why did they make you? Know? you? <laughs> Although there was a weird, it wasn't animation error, it was sound editing error. There's the sound of Dive Dive converting, and then he converts and then jumps in the water. Yeah. But anyway, they're underwater, and very quickly they find the satellite. Yeah, and because, of course, he is, Psykill is flying right above this boat that oh, uh, Scooter and Matt are still on, and in Thruster and Screwhead is back, and Psykill uh, is... Uncloaked, like he's not in stealth yeah, mode, and nobody sees them. Psykill's glad the Guardians found a use for that pile of tin, whatever he calls Dive Dive, and uh, he's going to let him do all the work. Suddenly all the renegades really hate Dive Dive, like Copter's yeah. got a thing with him later. But yeah, um, they go to stealth mode and right away everything goes crazy and there's tornadoes in the water and there's electrical storms in the air and their stealth mode gets blasted out due to some atmospheric disturbance, according to Screwhead. Yeah, Psykill says, all right, well, I don't like this. Let's just get out of here. And back under the sea, Dive Dive <laughs> is, uh, he's holding up swimmingly, but I, uh, damn it, there's, there's the device already. And I was just starting to have Hey, wait fun. a minute. It is under the sea. Disney ripped off the GoBots! <laughs> 
But yeah, Dive Dive opens the lower hatch and his little arcade grabber arm thing comes down and picks up this satellite that we're never going to hear about again. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is the MacGuffiniest MacGuffins. But when they get this satellite, Scooter calls him and he's like, Mayday, Mayday. And up on the surface, they're getting pelted by tornadoes. So Dive Dive uh, surfaces and like a tugboat pushes <laughs> yeah. the ship out of bad weather, I guess. If he puts on his Theodore tugboat hat, you can look that up to your American listeners. Yeah, he pushes them to say, Hey, I, but, I think Theodore Tugboat made it into, I think it made it south of the border. Yeah. I think it did. But uh, just like that, as quick as they showed up, the strange weather just disappears, and Matt hopes the boys back at Unicom will have the answer. Yeah, and uh, they don't need the boys at Unicom, because we go to Thruster, and Screwhead's like, I figured it out. And <laughs> yeah. he's found some disturbance at the South Pole, so the renegades head there. And then we go to General Newcastle, and he's... He's on edge this whole episode. Yeah, he tells Matt crazy shit's happening with the weather all over the earth, and there's been a blizzard in the Bahamas, and there's shows a picture of an igloo melting in Alaska, and there's a downpour happening in the Sahara, and Matt asks, what do you think is causing it? And General Newcastle's rain, Matt, and now listen, he says, he said he thinks it's a, a two-wheeled renegade rat, and I thought it'd be funny if it cut to Beast Machine's rat trap, and he's like, who are you calling renegade? Oh, that would have been beautiful. But then uh, they get this uh, priority message calls in, and it's Dr. Frost saying, basically saying, hey, I've got the uh, climatizer, and I'm going to turn the world into a snowball unless um, I did. So he, he wants a bunch of money, but he also wants a bunch of money from a country that will offer him immunity. And I like that he included that. Yeah, a little condition there. It's going for the highest bidder. But uh, Cycle is uh, watching this from Thruster because he has the same channel package as Unicom, I guess, and <laughs> says, well, he won't have that thing for long, little man. Commercial break. And when we come back, Dr. Frost and his nephew is Sydney's sh- shaggy. Not Sydney, it's shaggy now. There's a walrus just hanging out, even though walruses don't live in Antarctica. Maybe oh, he's on yeah, vacation. Yeah. Um, I, I gave them credit at the end, and when I was, I saw penguins at the beginning, and uh, was like, okay, they're just going to call this the North Pole and not think of it. And when they said, oh, they're in the Antarctic, I was like, all right, you know what? You guys can fuck up later on. I don't care. <laughs> you got penguins right. You're all right. Anyway, um, th- here's another. Here's a fuck up, though. Dr. Frost is like, hey, Sydney, what do you want when we get the money? And he's like, I'm going to buy a plane. He's like, you could buy the U.S. Air Force, and then you could buy NASA. And I'm like, who's paying you? Because it ain't America. No. But but uh, then Thruster flies in and Psykeel tells Screwhead and Copter, you wait here, I'm going to go say hi. And Psykeel says uh, he can tell by your expression my reputation precedes me. And I like that. here's the deal, Professor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> give me the climatizer and I'll let you live. It's yeah. a pretty easy deal. Uh, and the Dr. Frost is like, no. Uh, so Psykeel uh, goes, no, no, Psykeel orders Copter to attack. Copter does and hits this dome and just gets zapped. Smash. Hits the ground. Force field. Yeah, and uh, then uh, Frost throws something. He's, he, he, oh, yeah, he had one of those little reflective panels. He was sunk Little tinfoil yeah, things. Yeah, uh, uh, Radar uses one of them to mash once in a while. He throws at the dome and it just gets zapped. And he's like, haha, nothing can get through this dome. Fuck you. Psykeel shoots at it. Nothing gets through. And then Psykeel says, hey, screwhead. And this whole episode up until now is like, why is it Screwhead not Crasher? This is why. Yep. Screwhead goes under the dome, comes up, (laughs) grabs a Frost and Shaggy. And back at Unicom, Matt has his feet on the table and he's reading from a book, which apparently is some top secret shit. And it says that Professor Frost was thrown out of the U.S. military for trying to develop a weather-based weapon system. And they thought he was mad. Mad! Yeah, Newcastle basically says, yeah, we, we pretty much dismissed him. Uh, turns out he was right. But then Nick and AJ come in and 
Uh, okay. So but they come in and say, hey, uh, weather around the world's dropped 10 degrees. And I can't, they never say Fahrenheit or Celsius. And no. later they start talking meters, but this is also the early to mid 80s in America. So it's got to be Fahrenheit, but it's meters later. So I don't know. Either way, if the world temperature dropped 10 degrees, everything would go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Do you notice how Nick has his, because they're both holding books too. Nick has his backwards. <laughs> He's looking <laughs> he at the backwards. Does. He does. He's not the brightest. Uh, anyway, Psykill calls in right away uh, because they were wondering when's uh, Dr. Uh, Frost going to call. And Psykill calls and he says, hey, the bids are over. I own the acclimatizer. And you have three hours to kick the Guardians off Earth or I'm going to turn this place into a snowball. Pretty much. And uh, now General Newcastle's like a renounce. Uh, but he he wants we've always worked with the guardians so they're they're his only hope whatever he says and leader one suspects that the earth's magnetic field is being fiddled with and they can probably track down the source with the instruments on the command center and tell scooter and turbo to get the thing ready and then nick's like but what about dive dive (laughs) dive dive goes it's okay Nobody loves me. I'm as useless as a concrete parachute on land. (laughs) Oh, he's mopey. But Leader One says, no, I want everybody on deck. Dive, dive. And thus begins the countless, countless references to naval terms and shit. Oh, my God. It's bad. Um, But, uh, yeah, everybody's on deck. So uh, Dive, dive heads off. And then we go to Screwhead. And uh, he tells, casually tells Psykel, oh, hey, the Earth's temperatures dropped 40 degrees. 40? So yeah, at that point, it doesn't matter. Celsius or Fahrenheit, it doesn't matter. Things are frozen solid. Yeah, like (laughs) and then I like this that they they open up a uh, monitor and they just see Doctor Frost and uh, Shaggy walking along uh, the snow. They I guess they cast them out a couple hours ago. Yeah, they just let them go, and they've only made it two miles. But then Psychil just starts blasting at them. I guess yeah, they start running and they get to the ocean and. Whatever it is that's shooting at them hits the ice and it breaks that and now they're floating away on a sheet of ice. (laughs) Um, And then Screwhead tells Psycho, hey, the Guardians are coming and Psycho's delighted. And then the Guardians arrive and Leader One says, hey, we have a half hour before uh, everything's irreversible. Yep. So this looks like a job for him and Turbo. Then he starts with Dive Dive and then Dive Dive's like, I know, I'm more useless than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. (laughs) Leader One's like, I know, but be ready. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say no come with us and help he's like you're right stay here but if we can't handle it everybody's i guess got to depend on you dipshit (laughs) um anyway leader well yeah uh matt gets in leader one aj gets in um turbo and i do like that they've teamed nick up with such a dopey fucking gobot (laughs) but uh anyway turbo and leader one they they fly out and right away find the climatizer under the dome and yeah, and that's like, yeah, there it is at five o'clock. That would mean it's behind you and to your right, Matt. It's straight I ahead know, of you. You, you know, should know this. I know. That's an astronaut. Like, yeah. But hey, you know what? There were penguins in the Antarctic, so uh, I'll let them yes. get away with it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Psykill sends a tornado at uh, Leader 1 and then at Turbo, and they both get sucked up, and Psykill says, Now I'll finish you off, commercial break! And when we come back, Psykill says he's programmed the machine, and for a second I thought he was going to say he programmed the tornado <laughs> to suck up moisture, I guess, and uh, that immediately freezes Leader 1 or Turbo in a column of ice, and they have to shut down to survive, so I hope there's enough oxygen inside them for Matt and AJ. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt and AJ are trapped inside uh leader one and, and turbo respectively but why do they have to shut down like it didn't make sense yeah like what would make sense is just fire your after 
Afterburner's leader one. Yes. Anyway, um, back at command center, uh, Scooter lands command center and starts walking it towards uh, the dome. Yeah, we're doing the Battle of Hoth, I guess. Like, did you ever wonder how the Empire got the AT-ATs down to Hoth in that movie? Anyway, anyway it doesn't matter. Uh, you know what? I got nothing. I, I, I was trying to think of a funny joke, and I don't. But uh, what we do have is Command Center approaches the dome and just walks right into it and gets zapped. Uh, this was actually really dumb. It, it walks into it, gets zapped, and then they try to back it up, but they can't, and then they can, and then they just walk it into the water, and it sinks. Yeah, but they mentioned before that, that well, I don't think we said it, but this thing is a mile inland from the shore, so Scooter backed this thing up a mile before. Where it fell into the water. But even in the cartoon, it goes on for like a few seconds too long where you're like, dude, put it into park. Yep. By the way, they've been sent seaworthy. And this is where, uh, this is a bit where Copter's like, hey, don't forget about that dive dive fuck. <laughs> because yes. they figure, oh, they're all trapped underwater. So uh, Screwhead doesn't care about dive dive, but Psykill's like, you know what? You two go guard the coast. And Screwhead's like, oh, thanks, Copter. Yeah, you and your big mouth. <laughs> fucker. <laughs> So then down in command center, uh, Scooter says, hey, we're like, you know, we're hours away from being repaired, but we don't have the time. And this is Newcastle. My God, you think Brock Peters, this scene, because he was just like, you think you got problems? I got problems. He's yelling (laughs) stuff. And I picture that Brock Peters in the recording booth was either having a fucking fantastic time or thinking like, I'm a fucking thespian. (laughs) One or the other. It was either really fun or mortifying. Yeah. I think by that point in his career, it was just, you know. Fuck it, let's just do the silly show, right? It's something fun to do. I hope, yeah. Hey, my, my kids watch this. Uh, you know what? I bet it was that. I bet it was or his grandkids at this point. But yeah, he anyway. is all in a snit because it's cold and there's only 10 more minutes and he asks whether, you know, should I just surrender to Psykill? But Dive Dive's like, keep up the fight, Captain. Uh, I mean, General. Which surprises Scooter. But then Dive Dive's like, no, we can do it, Scooter. I'm going to go save the day. Come on, Nick. And Nick is like, yeah. And then we just cut to Frost and Sydney. Oh, sorry, Frost and Shaggy out in an ice flow. And then Nick and Dive Dive spot Copter and Screwhead standing on the coast. Yeah, so Nick turns the periscope, I guess, around. And then he sees, you know, Frost and Smedley. I haven't written down his. What was the name again? Shaggy. Uh, or no, Sh- Sydney Shaggy. is his name, but Sydney, you call him Shaggy. It. I like Shaggy. And Dive Dive comes up to rescue them, and the renegades see this happening, so Copter converts and flies out and attacks, but they manage to get them on, and they submerge, and then underwater, Dive Dive kind of rolls over on his back, I guess, and blasts Copter up through the water with one shot. Yeah, he, he fires a laser from underwater, so let's forget about refraction and light-based weapons, but uh, he fires a laser from underwater, knocks down Copter, and then Copter somehow lands in ankle-deep water. Yeah, you think he's rusty, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dive Dive, um, he asks Dr. Frost, hey, how do we stop this thing? And they say, well, you can't, uh, because it's like braced down it it's it extends down thousands of meters this is that metric reference i was talking about earlier it extends down thousands of meters into the ground um the the climatizer not the shield and dive dies like great i have an idea yeah that's all he needed to hear and there's a quick shot of screw head getting copter out of the water and cycle radios and he's like has dive dive been dealt with the copter's like um yeah <laughs> screw it says something like i don't fucking believe you whatever <laughs> yeah, he says, but yeah they, there is no love loss uh so then we go down to just this rock outcropping underwater and dive dive um oh no 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 uh, we we go to psycho and gr- the ground starts shaking what's going on and then we're yeah we're down underwater and what it is is dive dive is launching torpedoes at the rock until it blows open enough that it exposes the base of the climatizer yeah sure enough there's the thing and dr frost can't bear 
there to watch, but uh, Dive Dive blasts it, and that sends off a chain reaction, and back in the control room, Psykill converts and makes a break for it, but kaboom. And when all the rubble and dust settles, he's trapped in ice, haha, like he yes. did with Leader One and Turbo. His back wheels uh, who sticking out. Seen yet. Uh, so anyway, we, uh, we wrap it up. There's a big crater, and Frost is like, I can't believe they destroyed my creation. Matt says, hey, don't worry about it. You're going to fucking jail. He was drummed out of the army because they thought he was mad for trying to invent a weather-based weapon system in the United States. Are you fucking kidding me? They'd be all over something like that. Like, admittedly, General Newcastle hasn't seen Frost in a long time, so maybe it was the Carter administration that gave him the boot, but Reagan would totally have got behind this kind of thing. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, or I'll turn down the thermostat. Anyway, that aside, let's not worry about how it works. What I want to know is how did this overweight old man and his beanpole nephew get the materials they needed to build this thing, get the materials to Antarctica, build this thing in Antarctica, just the two of them. It, it'd take 20 fucking years. That nephew guy would still be learning to walk when they started. And what about that dome? What would happen if a penguin just waddled over to take a look inside at the palm trees? And again, that's too stupid to worry about, but... Would it be like a bug zapper kind of a thing? Or, or better yet, imagine if that fucking walrus walked over and bumped into it, huh? If they're inside having supper and all of a sudden the lights just start dimming and flicking. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode, Paul and I are going to review is Crime Wave. If you want to see two smooth criminals, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at McPherson one Yeah, and Michael Jackson is not on there. He is no longer with us. But uh, make sure you rate and He's review us on your podcast app. Whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to MJ with, and uh, tell your friends, tell everybody you know. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, I still listen to MJ. The man banged out some amazing tunes, and he was the king of uh, the Prince of Pop or whatever it was for a while. But he's in hell. Um, (laughs) And uh, anyway, yeah, what's it? Transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. You think he's rusty, do you?